Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, praise the Lord. You are all welcome to the episode 5 of the season 6 of Biblical Phonesis. In episode 4, we read 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 to begin our focus on the fact that doctrine may drift in the church, despite the fact that its intentions may be correct. The intentions of the church may be correct. Doctrine means to teach. It involves the art of teaching and that which is taught. In the episode, you know that was episode four, we also highlight the apostolic doctrines and how we have moved away from the three strands of it. More telling is the fact that a drift in doctrine is evident in our churches today. The drift occurred in the church in Ephesus as we shared in our previous episode, in particular as we emphasize why it drifted in the concluding session of BP season 6 episode 4. Today we begin from that same point by reading a Bible text from 1 Timothy 1, 3-4. 1 Timothy 1, 3-4. And I read from verse 3 that says, as I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus, when I went into Macedonia, that thou may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. So do. May the Lord bless the reader and hear of his word. In our lives, in the mighty name of Jesus. A key verse from, for the episode is verse 4 that I just read. That literally tells us clearly that we mustn't, just as Paul was telling Timothy, his prodigy, not to give it to fables and endless genealogies, which cause disputes rather than godly edification, which is in the faith. Beloved, please note the phrase which cause disputes in this verse. By implication, the chief effects of wrong doctrine or false doctrine is conflict and disputes. If you recall if you recall our talk on the church in Ephesus in episode 4, you will know that there was not mention or there was no mention of a Baptist church in Ephesus. There was no, no mention of the Apostolic Church in Ephesus. In fact, the Bible did not say Roman Catholic Church in Ephesus or the RCCG in Ephesus or Winners Chapel in Ephesus. What the Bible said in Acts 18 is there was a church in Ephesus. That assertion speaks to the unity of faith where people come together because of a common commitment to the truth according to John 17:17. 17, 17 and to the gospel. Sadly, we cannot see or say the same of the church today where the proliferation of churches is the order of the day. However, as we noted, even though the church in Ephesus started well, it drifted. It drifted because of differences in doctrine. And there's a doctrinal division. That's why this episode is titled Drotina Divisions. So, 
Doctrine divides, beloved. This is, this is an accepted statement or axiom that doctrine divides. The statement is based on the evidence that doctrine have the tendency to divide people. Doctrine divides because it is seen as the essential content of the Christian faith that people are ready to defend. Every one of us wants to defend the doctrine that we believe. You and I. No one is exempted. Beloved, creeds matter because we are concerned about the content of our faith, just as Paul, Timothy, and every one of them in the apostolic age were concerned about it. In fact, Paul warned the church about those who would undermine the truth of the apostolic faith by means of false doctrine. He was concerned about it, and we should be concerned about it as well. Now, one of the chief things that Apostle Paul was talking about and warning Timothy and warning everyone against his false doctrine. So what is false doctrine? False doctrine is a teaching that distorts or contradicts the revealed truth of God. That contradicts John 17, 17. A false doctrine used contradiction to cause division that distress the source so much that people move away from the assembly, from the parish, from the fold. And there are features of false doctrine. Let us highlight, I think, three of three of them in this episode. Number one, false doctrine we always deviate from the truth. We always deviate from Jesus Christ. False doctrine contradicts the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jude, we can see Jude chapter Jude chapter one, three to four. In fact, verse 4 says, certain people are in our midst or noticed. These kind of people are ungodly and they tend to turn the grace of God upside down as they deny God. Even though when they are saying it, they will say, oh no, they are for God. But when you scrutinize their antics and what they are saying, the implication of what they are saying, all their actions, there is no backing up what they are saying. You know that they have turned the grace of God upside down. Second John 7 reminded us that many deceiving leaders are in the world. It's written in the Bible and they are a lot today. Even you need to just check BBC or CNN or other Christian news channels. You will see some of the absurdity that is happening today. The, these leaders often do not confess Jesus Christ in the right manner. Of course, they will say they are followers of Jesus Christ, but they don't confess our Lord Jesus Christ in the right manner. They use their own human understanding. Galatians 1 7 also tells us that some leaders trouble us and want to power the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are in our midst, beloved. The purveyors of false doctrine are not outside. They are in our midst. If you listen carefully, some proclaim the gospel of self as opposed to that of Jesus Christ. They want, they, are, they want to direct the affection that should go to our Lord Jesus Christ, who owns the church, by the way, to themselves for dishonest gain and personal engagement. Number two feature that we can note about false doctrine is the, the origin could be a man or a woman who will often cheat us 
through empty deceits in line with the ways of the world, pluralism, not in line with the word of God, not in line with what Jesus Christ taught us. We can look at Colossians 2.8. When you read Colossians 2, Colossians chapter 2, in particular verses 20 to 23, you will see some ways of the world that subject people to absurd regulations. For the sake of illustration, do not touch this, do not taste that, do not handle this, Colossians 2.21, etc. Such things may appear to be good or useful, but in reality they are false humility with no value against the indulgence of the flesh. Some of them come from the flesh. Or when you see a leader, a supposedly leader, that is seemingly isolated in the doctrine is teaching. And you cannot find alignment with that doctrine and the word of God. Not even in the, in the gospel. Matthew, Luke, Mark, and John. Number three. The origin of false doctrine can also be demonic. 1 John 4.3 reminds us that every spirit that Face to confess Jesus Christ is Antichrist, which are now among us. They are now among us because people prefer magic or people the package magic and call it miracles. First Timothy 4 1 to 5 indicates to us that the great apostasy is here. It is not in the future or it is not behind us. It is here. The passage clearly said that some will depart from the faith and embrace deceiving spirit and doctrines of demons unknowingly. Because uh, some of them are too simple. Yes, you had me right. Demons have their doctrines that speak lies in hypocrisy. We must be aware. We must be very, very aware. So, three features of false doctrine that we have highlighted briefly. You can find out more in correct biblical test, even when you look at the Sunday school manuals of RCCG, you see some, 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 some information about false doctrine there. These false doctrines are dangerous. Dangerous to organizations, dangerous to the Christian faith itself, and dangerous to individuals. Beloved, false doctrines are to be avoided. They are not to be accommodated. They are to be recorded wherever we see it. Or see them. They are not safe for anyone, both believers and all believers. Why? Because number one, they tend to lead to instability and confusion in the fold, or in the congregation, or in the church, through the decree of men and craftiness of deceitful plotting. Many are tossed about by false doctrine. Ephesians fourteen fourteen, Ephesians four fourteen says that to us, beloved. Ephesians 4, 14 says that to us. First of all, don't it trouble the soul of believers when they come from leaders, supposedly leaders, people that we look up to. That's Acts 15, 24. And first don't it lead people away with the error of the wicked, 2 Peter 3, 17. 2 Peter 3, 17. Number two, danger. First don't it cause division that's why we entitled this episode uh, Doctrinal Divisions. They cause divisions, as we have mentioned several in this episode. In fact, Romans 16, 17 to 18, Romans 16, 17 to 18, specifically told us to avoid divisive persons, no matter how highly placed in the church. 
or in the fellowship. When someone is renowned, already know that it's divisive, but you accommodate differently. You don't help yourself. You don't help the congregation. No, you don't help even the person. Because the Bible did not desire that anybody should perish. You want everybody to be saved. So we have to help each other. So no matter how highly placed in the church, we must flag anybody that divisive and help the fellow. Why? Such people will cause divisions and offenses contrary to the teaching of Jesus Christ. Such people do not serve Christ, but their belly and their interest, their narrow interest, their motive is different. Their motive for service in the church is different. It is not godly. They use smooth words and flattery speeches to deceive the simple, especially the new convert. Number three, false doctrine leads to serious punishment. In fact, Paul and those who preach, Paul said those who preach a wrong doctrine should be caused. Galatians 1.8 And if, the, if we do the same, we are calling causes to ourselves. According to the Bible. 2 Peter 2.1 also says that false prophets and false teachers bring the swift, swift, that means quick, destruction to themselves. We must avoid it. Beloved, let us close. Biblical phonesis, practical wisdom from this. Doctrines divide, but Jesus unites. Please don't forget it. Doctrines divide, but Jesus unites us. The dangers of false doctrines go beyond divisions to include swift destruction that we must that are always avoidable. The church must act. Every leader must act. Titus 1.11 says we must stop it. We must red flag those sticky wrong things for the sake of this honest gain. We must not allow them in our midst. Beloved, let us pray. Father, we thank you for the fifth episode of the season of Babuka Finances. Thank you for showing us how to divide, especially the first version, and how you, O Lord, unite us. So, Lord God, Lord Jesus, unite us as ever before, and give us the boldness to red card first leaders in our names with our mighty Lord Jesus. In Jesus' most precious name, Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Forty, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.